our Teen Sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Santa Barbara, we're back. How are? How is everybody? Look who we have in the house. Dominique Hackett, Adele Luttrell, Don Sanders, Alex Ramirez, and guess who? Christine Marie. <laughs> Oh, wow. So we had a big Rebels um, outing last, what was it, Sunday? Sunday. Oh, what a great time. Woo. Oh, awesome. out on the boat on the harbor. Yes, oh, my God. The nice. sunset was incredible. And the yep. singing so joyous. And, and I That's was so I cold. It was so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't dress appropriately. I was intentional. <laughs> there you go. Uh, burn those calories. That's right. That's, That's right. Of, of, oh. of all the years that I have been with the Santa Barbara Revels, that is my absolute favorite fundraising event that they do. And I and I, I insisted they do it again this year. And so I'm so glad it turned out so well. Yeah. And thank I mean, and, and honestly, for the ticket price, really, that probably just barely just picked up the gas. So thank, yeah. you know, everybody who is involved in that and for the wonderful, generous um, contributions back to our Revels. Definitely. Yeah. How, how old is the Rebels, Christine? I believe it's about 15 years old now. I've only been there for eight years or might be. No, you know, yeah, well, we had our 10 year 10 year anniversary when we did the first Santa Barbara show, which was 2016 or 2017. Mm. So no. it's 15 years. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. All right. You know, I was going to do, I'm going to do a little shift. I was going to wait until we started a new segment with Dominique today, but you know something? I'm feeling it. Tell me you've got your cards. I need a card. I've got, I've got some cards. Let's do okay. it. I've got, I've Let's got some rider weight cards or some, I've got this. some random deck right here that I can translate into my language at any point. Yeah. Okay. Tell well, me when to stop shuffling. Global, global mess going on right now. And I want to yeah. think just universally, we want the planet, all the healers. <laughs> I want all the healers to wake up. I want love to go out. Okay. Tell me when to part? stop shuffling. Oh, I'm going to do it. All right. Uh, stop. Okay. Do you want it? The, the top, the bottom, top, or the middle? Top, the top? top. Yes, ma'am. Oh, interesting. Uh -oh. This is the Seven of Cups. <laughs> Where is it? And the Seven of Cups is about, this is really cool. The Seven of Cups is about acknowledging for ourselves all the ways we have in the past used to numb our pain, oh. used to avoid our emotional pain. And I like to say there are as many ways as those, uh, as there are 12-step programs and actually people in 12-step programs. I've known, I had a friend who actually used his 12-step programs to avoid being in the current 12-step program he was in. He was helping so many other people that he wasn't actually supporting himself within the, you know, during the meeting, like, you know what I mean? So it was really a powerful thing. So um, I think that it's really, you know, when, and once we acknowledge those ways that we've been doing it, like for me, it might be eating the cookie, you know, or reading or, or technology. And then once we know that we're doing it, we can stop a minute and breathe and feel our feelings it's like well do i really want to eat the next box of cookies i don't think so what am i trying to avoid right now you know what what's happening what am i feeling that i don't want to feel we got to feel our feels you know the only way to heal it is to feel it and so this is really that that seven of cups is about really just coming into contact connecting in with ourselves and breathing through stuff and feeling it yeah wow 
That is really, I mean, that is amazing. Adele, I, I connected to that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I Don't add in? Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about the feeling, so people say feeling is healing, but what are you really doing? When you feel it, you're allowing the universe then to come to your aid. Mm -hmm. It's a very odd thing that the things in the closet that we don't take out and we hide from and we hold our breath so that we don't feel it, we're actually not allowing the whole universe to be there for us. Mm -hmm. So the, the feeling is healing is actually so that the universe can come to our aid. That's beautiful, um, Dominique, in that sense of like, you know, you said hold our breath, right? Can we breathe through it? I mean, even like um, giving birth, right? <laughs> That's why they do all those breathing exercises, because I imagine I haven't given birth, but I've been in the in the presence of birth twice. I helped birth both my um, godchildren yes. um, that like the breathing through it allows you to do the things that you think are unfathomable. There's no way I'm going to release this child, you know, and then, but you can find a way to like breathe, breathe through the pain breathe through what you need to do and, and it will happen eventually you know the life 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 has its process yeah yeah it's athletes you got to remember these tools and these tips yeah. uh i don't care if you're middle age and i don't care if you're uh, on medicare okay these are tips <laughs> and tools yeah if you if you haven't learned them it, it's never too late okay never ever ever too late but when you're bottling up all that tension and frustration um christine is right you got to feel it Don. Your brain might make a mechanism out of that, like a loop, and it might keep you in that fearful place, that anxious place. And if you can interrupt that, in many ways we talk about on this show, if you can interrupt that just for a moment or three, then you can see like, oh, I see that mechanism is running me. It's running me on fear. It's running me on anxiety. And then you can make a choice to do something different in that moment. And that practice repeated over and over again can get you on a new path. Nice. nice. And, Adele. And, and the body can be a wonderful communicator. I, I don't know about mm. you all, but this week I've been having what I call um, compassion contractions in my heart. It's literally been hurting off and on now since Monday. And so it's, you know, it's a, it's a sign that I'm, sad and i'm going through this difficult time right now because of everything that's going on in our world and so it's an opportunity to stop and acknowledge that and pray breathe do whatever i can to calm down that pain but my body physically alerts me so i don't know about you all but that's a real strong uh communicator for me Oh, you know, I agree absolutely, Adele. This is Christine Marie. Um, I know that any times in my play, in my sense, you know, my body tells me a lot. And the more that's actually I don't take a lot of pain medications. If I have a pain or something that's happening in my body and my foot or something like that, or I've, even if I hurt myself, I stop mm -hmm. and I breathe and I put my hand on that part of my body and I say, okay, what are you trying to tell me? You know, and I even had this thing on my foot that I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to have him remove it, aspirate it. It would not move. And my body was like, no, I'm keeping this and you are slowing down. And I was like, okay, I'm listening. And it's gotten better, right? So it's wow. been fascinating. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Your body wants to tell you things. All you got to do is stop and listen. Mm -hmm. Hey, while I'm looking straight ahead, I see Sonia and Richard. They're in the waiting room. Looking forward to their piece up next. Right after these messages. I shake it off, I shake it off, I shake it off, I shake it off, I shake it off. 
Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sky and Sonia, and we are chiropractic students at Life Chiropractic College West. And today, we thought it might be fun to talk about hydration. Because even though it's winter and temperatures will start to get cooler, we still need water. Our cells need water. Our skin needs water, which is also cells. But every part of us needs water. Every part of us thrives on water, Um, which I'm sure you've all heard before. And especially as teen athletes, you know all about how important drinking water is and you drink water regularly. But there are some ways to drink water that are better for your system and more efficient than others. So we're going to talk about some of that today. Also, the best times of day to drink water. Um, the types of water you can drink, and some of the positive effects that water can have on your system. Um, So I thought it might be fun to just go through the course of a day, and the best time to start drinking water is right when you wake up. First thing. So as you're sleeping, your body goes through a bunch of detoxification processes. When you wake up in the morning, there's still stuff that needs to be flushed out. So you want to make sure that you're hydrated because your body has used a lot of water at night to get rid of all the stuff that is accumulated during the day. So when you wake up first thing in the morning, you don't have quite as much water in your system as you need. So you take a glass of water, throw in some lemon juice that has some electrolytes in it. That way that water is absorbed and it'll also the lemon juice will also help flush out your liver a little bit. Um, You'll drink that water and it'll set you up for success in the day. And it is also one of the top ways to prevent a heart attack is drinking water first thing in the morning. And this is also before coffee. So when you wake up in the morning, your stomach is slightly acidic. And, you know, drinking coffee on top of that is a lot of acid all at once. So you want to make sure that you give your chance, you give your hormones a chance to reset. And you want to make sure that you're drinking that water um, uh, first thing. Um, Okay, so. Uh, Sonia, I wanted to ask you about how you feel about water, because I know I see you drinking it all the time. I see you splashing around in it, (laughs) drinking it. I see you putting little packets of something into it. So what's what's that all about? Uh, I do love water. Um, I wasn't always on top of hydration uh, throughout my life, but definitely the majority of it I have been. And... One of the first signs of dehydration is that you don't have a thirst. That's one of the first cues that tells you, hmm, maybe I need to make sure I'm hydrating adequately. Uh, So for myself, I have found ways to make water more interesting, more palatable. Uh, For example, that first morning water, sometimes it can be hard to get down a little bit, but if you just warm it up to make it just a little bit warmer, not hot, it just goes down so easily. Um, Other things that I do, um, yeah, those packets that you mentioned, um, I do put electrolytes in the water as well from time to time, not continuously. Uh, That's very important. Um, I'm sure we've all heard of, you know, runners and if they drink too much water and, you know, have we heard of this over over drinking water? But the only problem with that is the electrolytes were not replaced. So a person basically waters down their electrolytes by not replacing those important salts. And especially with teen athletes out there running, you know, sweating, all that perspiration, we're not just losing water, we're losing salts and important electrolytes that help our system communicate. And so really you can't drink too much water, but you do have to make sure that you're replenishing not only the water, particularly in times of heat or exertion. I don't know if you want to comment a little bit about that because I'm sure you're really familiar too with with the importance of electrolytes. 
Um, and even salts. You know, sometimes we have a taste for salt, and that's because it's a hot day. And I'm from a desert uh, as a child, so and, and even in you know hot places, they'll have salt available for people. It's, it's really important. Uh, so water is critical, but also making sure it's that right balance. But all those things have helped me to stay hydrated. Um, one thing I do to, too, though, is that my skin sometimes still gets a little bit dry and I feel like I do drink a lot of water. So, um, that's what we were talking about earlier today. What can we do to make sure that hydration is you know, reflected all over? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, let's just, let's just touch a little bit more on those electrolytes for a minute and then we'll, then we'll get to the skin stuff. Um, with uh with electrolytes let's just say for instance you're drinking water without electrolytes so not all of that water is going to get absorbed the majority of it is actually not going to get absorbed into your system and it's going to go straight through that is if you don't have electrolytes already in your system that doesn't mean that you necessarily need to be adding electrolytes to every glass of water you have but you know what you're doing is when you're drinking that water without the electrolytes without it being absorbed you're taxing your kidneys you know, first and foremost. So your kidneys are working way harder than they need to, and your cells aren't actually absorbing that water to be able to do all the different processes that they need to go through. So you add in the electrolytes, your cells can then absorb the water, increases your energy levels, because that's one of the things that water does, um, and you're, you're good to go. Um, so cool, electrolytes. Um, the other thing about water is you want to try to drink your water as alkaline as possible. Um, even if your water is not adequately filtered, if your water is alkaline, it will still be healthier than acidic water. So um, bacteria and a lot of the different chemicals, even fluorides that occur in water, actually cannot live in an alkaline environment. So the higher al- the higher alkalinity your water is, probably want it, I would say, above, above 9, 9.4. Um, I usually go even higher than that. Um, but you want that. You've probably seen it in, in jugs at the store. Um, they have, uh, y- y- you know, big plastic bottles of water. I try not to drink water out of plastic. But, you know, if you're really in a pinch, you can get that alkaline water um, that will absorb better into your system. It creates a healthier alkaline environment for your body's natural processes. Um, pretty cool stuff. Alkaline water. You can also get an alkaline water filter, um, which is what, what we use primarily. Um, so it actually will go in, filter out all of the bad stuff, and then it'll replenish minerals and nutrients, um, specifically focusing on minerals that are alkalizing. Um, so that is the type of water that you ideally want to have in your system because it will help your cells to grow, become stronger, give you more energy. Um, as far as skin goes and skin hydration, that's interesting. So a lot of the times people with dry skin, it can very often be fixed by drinking water with, with electrolytes. But some people have more oily skin, more oil-based skin, and that relies on fats, um, specifically some of our fat-soluble vitamins. So vitamin E, vitamin A, vitamin D, um, and also vitamin K right? A-D-E-K. Yeah. So all your fat soluble vitamins. So a lot of these things are in foods that we eat, but most of us are not getting enough of those nutrients. So we want to be sure that we're either supplementing with those or really focusing on those nutrients in our diet to keep our skin adequately hydrated. The other thing you want to do is to try and really keep um, something topical on your skin if it's really dry. If it gets dry, kind of papery, scaly, not feeling how you want it to, not quite as elastic as you want it to, uh, putting something on top that's going to hold your skin with that kind of colloidal suspension where it's going to um, hydrate your pores and keep those pores open and, and elastic. Um, things like jojoba oil, vitamin E oil, coconut oil, even olive oil. The Romans used to use olive oil um, are, are pretty good. So um, I think I think that's all from us. 
And uh, coming up next, after these messages, we have a Huga with uh, Don Sanders. Uh, take care, everyone. Come on and work it for me and let your body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight. We gon' dance around where all my steppers at. I know how to get down. Come on, step it to your right. Now step it to your left. Now right out in. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, for Teen Sports Radio, this is Don Sanders. And if you've had a comfy, cozy kind of moment that you can't quite place, you might be experiencing what we call a hygge. And that's a Scandinavian term for one of those comfy, cozy feelings that you've experienced. So my theme today, uh, also tacking on piggybacking with what everybody else has been saying is, it's do more, be more, but you've got to learn to follow your own inner GPS. And there's there's things that can stop you from that inside yourself, like your ego. A good friend of mine likes to say, your ego is not your amigo. And so, you know, after World War I, which had been the most destructive war, mechanized war ever, and caused so much death, then in the 20s, in the 1920s, people really wanted change. They wanted to do better as a culture, as a society. That was the zeitgeist then. So if you come forward 100 years, that's where we're at now. Then in the 60s, people were like, okay, we've been thinking about this. We've been writing about this. We've been talking about this. We really want change. And so you can look forward to that again, too, because uh, if history doesn't repeat, it at least echoes. And so we're going to be coming up on that again. But, you know, in the 60s, I was so encouraged going through my trials and ups and downs as a young person by those great musicians we had then, like the Beatles and Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young were two of my favorites, you know, and the way they would express the yucky feelings that I was feeling, that was so tremendous, like a Stephen Steel, Stills lyric. I still remember Go something like lonely and winsome, calling for someone living right now. Something is shallow, ugly and hollow, doesn't even allow you to want to know how you might live for the living. Give for the giving, moment by moment, one day at a time. And, and those things, like that brings me, a, I mean, everything I'm talking about gives me a hug a moment. I feel like I'm getting a hug right now. But uh, so, you know. Your ego is not your amigo, as my friend said. I'm going to suggest something. Somebody was talking about working backwards to the beginning. So I'm going to suggest start working in five minutes of walking backwards to your routine to rebuild your knees. Young or old, you need to give this a try. About eight years ago, I was having a double hip replacement surgery, and I walked in backwards in waist-deep water to prepare for the surgery. Then a month after the surgery, I was preparing to walk on land again. And I needed to, to strengthen and balance up the legs, hips, back for what for that walking. And this year, that walking backward on land, it's kept my injured right knee from having to have a surgery. And I don't have any pain. And I have enough strength to do what I need. And I, I can work out on my knee instead of having to, to go in and see about another surgery. And so I don't need you to believe everything I say, but I do <laughs> need you to believe in yourself. You have to That's start with... 
you have to start by taking your first step. And uh, I've learned over the years, the more you do, the more you can handle. So you're, but be warned, you know, I said something about the ego, your ego sometimes wants you to protect yourself by taking it easy, or not being engaged, hiding out, not, you know, not making new friends, not learning to have healthy boundaries, not speaking up if you see something's not right, not learning a new skill, but you get the idea. So it's okay. Also, sometimes as somebody alluded to earlier, to, to do almost nothing sometimes. We have Scottish blood in the family. My oldest daughter sent me a herkle durkle as a word for the day. This is a 200-year-old Scottish term meaning to lounge in bed long after it's time to get up. Happiness. Is, <laughs> I happiness love that. Is, I want to do a herkle durkle. That's what happiness, I do on the weekends. Happiness is herkle durkling sometimes. And, and just, <laughs> just, just a hint. You'll you'll enjoy herkle durkling more after you've met a challenge or overcome an obstacle. Mm, so yeah. so so just uh, I wanted to just uh, uh, this is a poem I wrote many years uh, a few years ago. <laughs> Riding storms, I call it. One more thundering rage washes over me. Quickly I breathe, diving to sandy bottom. Hug a big rock anchor, waiting it out. That power gathered in an instant sucks up everything around it hurling it down with crushing force. Younger me sought to ride these waves. Older me seeks to heal and reclaim myself in the mm. gentler currents in between. Beautiful, Dawn. <laughs> I want to say, too, that I, um, oh, there's two things I want to say. One, yes, on the walking backwards, especially up hills. I healed my knees over COVID, actually walking with a dear friend up, up hills backwards, and it was so helpful. And I thought I came up with a little, like, so, you know, your ego wants you, you said something about just take the first step, you know, even if it's uphill backwards, <laughs> take the first step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Anybody else have any reflections over that? Dominique. Oh, my God. I love it so much. The Herkle Durkle. I mean, mm -hmm. acknowledging that there is this, mm, really wonderful feeling when you get to stay in bed just a little bit longer than than, <laughs> than normal but how how much that feels so great when you succeeded with something that you finished so mm -hmm. that's that's the fun thing i want teens to know is that you're it's okay to go to it's to okay list. you know it's okay parents yeah let them sleep Mm. Yeah. yeah, let them sleep. You're never going to finish your to-do list. But as you take off something, take a moment, sleep, luxuriate in that sense of, oh, I did it. And I'm going to enjoy a little rest time. Yeah. Nice. Well, guess what? You're not resting yet, Dominique, because you're up next. Okay. We've got Dominique's got a segment. <laughs> I'm you can hurkle durkle tomorrow. You can hurkle durkle in a little tomorrow. half an hour. We got, we got Dominique Hackett with Life Hackett right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back and I let go with so much freedom. When I live, I'm gonna get cause it's my freedom. When I move my body just like this, I don't know why, but I feel like Take me back and I let go with so much free. 
and listen to Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and I have a life Hackett's moment. So I'm going to focus on our teens. Hey there, awesome teens of Santa Barbara. You know, it's October. And that's when we sort of play hide and seek with the trees that decide to change their color. You have to find the roads in Santa Barbara that have these deciduous trees. But when you find them, it's like, oh, my God, it truly is October. I mean, it's like the world's slowest chameleons, right? Are trees changing color? Kind of fun. So here's an idea. Fall isn't just about pumpkin spice lattes and cozy sweaters. It's also a time to figure out your superpower. This, in this grand show of life, you have a unique superpower. And so I want to suggest that in this fall time of enjoying this October change in the weather and change in the light, the amount of light that we're enjoying in the day, it's lessening. We're getting ready to get into the winter season. So in between those assignments and maybe your Netflix marathon, we've got to take a moment to ponder the big questions. The questions of who am I? Why am I here? Trust me, these questions are like the ultimate never-ending quiz. <laughs> you will never stop asking these questions. And it's really relevant because when you ask the question of who am I and why am I here, you start to hear inside that the whispering of what your unique superpower is. What is that wonderful, unique thing that you can do for the world? And this fits right in with everything that Don Sanders was expressing in his hygge moment. There is some beautiful contribution that is so unique and sparkly that only you can do you. Mm -hmm. I have a really fond saying that everyone else is taken, only you can do you. So I want you to remember in this time of October, just like the trees are changing color and everything, we are also transforming. Our world mm -hmm. is transforming. And that when we figure out what our superpower is, that helps us share our unique talents with the world. And we grow in our individuality, but we also change. We help the world transform the world into the loving, peaceful world that we want it to be. And so that's my my uh, hack it for the for a life hack it moment is find your unique superpower and help change the world. I love that so much. This is Christine Marie Dominique. I think it's so beautiful. Especially, I love the life hack it. I think that's great. And then with the the superpower, you know, one of the cards that that I, in my when I read the tarot is like that's the king of um, the king of wands is like your your superpower, and it's the one that comes to you. And it's the thing that I think is that it's that one thing in life at least it's been my experience that we don't actually have to work at, but that comes to us and that we love and that sparks us. And that we, when we continue to follow it, it gets better and better and easier and easier. And we, and we just have it to offer for me. It's similar to like the tarot or the different things that I've always loved to do and kept going. So I want to encourage um, our youth and our teens to yes, do the things, you know, you need to do and do the things that are, you know, that, that, that don't be afraid of taking on challenges of things that you want to work at and you want to get better at and also cultivate those things that you really love because that's actually will become your superpower and you will realize it later right you don't always feel it in the moment but eventually you you recognize it
Definitely. I love it. Adele. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of finding your own unique gift. And that's kind of the same thing. You're saying the same thing because teens, you all have one. You don't, you know, you don't have to conform to everybody else, but find something that you're really passionate about, that you like doing, that you're good at, and really foster that. And that will help your self-esteem. It'll make you, you know, be on your own path. You don't have to be like everybody else. And it's just, it's it's wonderful to find your gift and be able to offer that to the world. Nice. So I, I, I want to I add something too real quick. When I was a teen, I, I, I had a hard time with my stepfather. We, we used to argue about things all the time. And it was kind of bumpy. I knew he loved me and he knew I loved him. But uh, our personalities just really, uh, there's a lot of friction, right? And at one point, I, I loved telling, like if I read a really good book or if I saw a great movie, I'd want to tell you all about it. And I would tell you all about it. I would tell you every character, every feeling, every emotion, everything that happened, right? And it got to the point where, I mean, he just didn't have hours and hours to hear me tell a story anyway. So he would say to me, Reader's Digest version. Now, when I first heard that, it hurt because I was trying to share, right? And then somebody sort of like shut me down. But I took that in stride and I went, okay, Reader's Digest version. And I learned to crystallize to the most important moment or the essential thing. And that, that ask of my stepfather is one of the best gifts that I have. I can come into a setting pretty much anytime about any topic and I can give you probably in three sentences the essence of what I feel needs to be communicated in the moment. But teens, I want you to know sometimes your superpower comes yeah. out of an uncomfortable moment and then it, it, it transforms you and now you have this gift. Done. That awkwardness or that uncomfortableness is the other side of the coin from your mission and purpose. And, and so what you just said, Dominique, my wife's doing that all the time to me. She's like, I, I know you wouldn't believe this hearing my segments, but, but you know, she'll, she'll say like too much information, excessive detail. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, so I have a constant editor. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people really listen better too. If you summarize, um, I always tell my husband, I want the short version because I sort of, you know, it's hard to sometimes in this fast paced world, to listen to a really long version. So it's really good to be able to summarize and like you said, crystallize what's important. I find people listen better. Nice. D, you want to say something? Dr. D, our producer, he's here. He's ready. He's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I do my best uh, with what I've got and uh, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And I'll tell you, uh, it is is kind of an amazing thing. I, I think about, for example, with uh, with all of the encouragement both I received from you as well as from Christine about getting back involved with uh, with uh, the Revels this year, and of course that wonderful sunset cruise. Ha Amrit and I hadn't been out on the water in years, and it was fabulous i i gotta tell you and it was worth the very small amount uh, that uh, that we paid uh to not only be amongst friends as well as new friends um but it's uh it, it was just a wonderful experience with the music and of course the little eats and drinks and so forth it was just a 
that to me is all what it's all about the community aspect so i'm i'm real excited about uh what's happening in the coming weeks and months and years and in in spite of or maybe because of a lot of the turmoil that's going on around the globe let alone in our own country um you know what i don't think about that as any any more than i have to and again my heart goes out to to all these situations all of them but at the same time if i dwell on it guess what I might as well throw, have thrown myself overboard and sunk to the bottom of the channel because what's what's the point of living? Well, there's a lot about living and and I just I I just uh, am so excited about all of the things that are 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 happening and and going on. So I thank everybody as well. Sorry to interrupt right there, Richard. Uh, but what I wanted to say was, um, if you're talking about, you know, going into the deep end of the ocean, uh, we I attended on Saturday, we the Out of the Darkness Walk, which is the suicide prevention walk. And it was wonderful to have so many people come out and really support those who are related to suicide and who have and who have attempted suicide, all of that. Um, but we really want to, I really want to acknowledge how much we need to support people and talk mm-hmm. about it. I'm not mm-hmm. saying don't say that. I'm saying let's talk about it and support each other. There is a line, if any Anybody needs help to call 988, and that's the suicide and mental health, suicide prevention line and mental health. Um, please do call if you're feeling if you're feeling unhappy. Reach out because yeah. that is the beautiful you. thing about the last couple of years is that we are not just going to therapy. We're talking about mm-hmm. mental health and wellness. Yeah. And I mean, who of us is not in? Th- I do my program. It's my therapy, but I also have multiple therapists. Some of them are on this program. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah, we got to remember just by talking is shining a light. And I think that's what we're all here. Yeah. We're all light workers. Mm-hmm. So you don't be afraid. Yep. I mean, there's some people that are not going to understand, but that's okay. You just go around, over, under. Mm-hmm. Because and it's, it's acknowledging important. it's acknowledging that we are all having feelings and we all have these feelings. Sometimes yes. we feel like nobody would know what I'm feeling. No one could relate to this, but guess what? We all can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, guess who we have? We've got a light worker in the house right after these messages. Heather Bond, Trekking Ambassadors. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hey there, Teen Sports Radio. It is Heather Bond, founder of Trekking Ambassadors. And today I'm going to do a little segment on Santa Barbara teen athletes then and now. I thought this would be a nice little uh, way to really um, show parents and students and athletes alike that, um, you know, not everyone has it all figured out. And I thought today I would actually start um, with my own story. Uh, I was born here in Santa Barbara, and I was a young athlete. I started at the girls club in gymnastics at a very young age and took that into my freshman year of high school. But I also started in the Santa Barbara um, Youth Track League, and I ended up running um, track through college. Uh, However, in high school, freshman year was great. I was on track. I was 
uh, I was literally on track, but I was on track with my uh, grades. Things were looking good. You know, I was looking at possibly different scholarships, and it wasn't a huge thought for me, but it was in the background of my mind that I thought, oh, I could probably get a track scholarship somewhere, but I didn't give it that much thought at that time. Um, however, that summer, going into my sophomore year, started hanging out with a different uh, group of people and it really uh, shifted my life. Um, I mean, I, I have no regrets on this at all, but it definitely took me in not the most positive trajectory at that point in time and I ended up getting expelled uh, from San Marcos and had to go to La Cuesta High School uh, to make up all the credits that I had lost and um, I actually ended up doing that twice just just to get back on track to not not track and field but to get back on track of my um, grades in my classes and I ended up graduating with my class in 1989 uh, Sam Marcus Royal there um, however I ended up going to uh, Santa Barbara City College I ran track there as well I didn't give too much uh, thought into uh, you know, if I was going to take this on to a university, I was working uh, as a waitress, I was running track, and um, I was getting a degree in uh, exercise physiology, and I thought that was kind of going to be the avenue I was going to go down, maybe become a trainer of some sort. I wasn't quite sure. I really didn't have, like, I just really was an athlete without a plan. <laughs> we'll just say that. An athlete without a plan. Uh, however, I went on and, um, you know, just by certain doors opening in different places, I... Um, I got on the old TV show, The American Gladiators, and that opened up many doors for me. And that got me into a whole nother world of adventure racing. And then that became my life for about a decade. And I started racing uh, all over the world. I started designing race courses, uh, had an incredible time. I had sponsors that you know, paid for everything, and it sent me into a totally different area that I had no idea that was going to happen, and then that got me into stunt work down in Hollywood. Uh, I ended up going back to school because I wanted to become a firefighter, so I ended up getting uh, another degree, and I went in, got a fire chemistry degree, and got picked up with the uh, Forest Service down in Los Angeles on the Angeles National Forest. And uh, and then I got picked up with L.A. City Fire Department. And from there, it was a couple twists of fate 
for sure. Uh, you never know. You never know where life is going to take you. But I'll tell you what, you, you know, you've got this inner... Uh, north compass that if things don't feel like somehow some way the universe uh, may uh, change your tra trajectory you just don't know how it's going to happen and sometimes it uh, might be a massive blow and I ended up breaking my spine while on the department with LA City anyhow thinking that that was going to be the end of it all it really was not. It was the best thing that ever happened um, after it was all said and done. Uh, healed up. It took a lot of time for sure, but I just kept listening to the things that I wanted to do in my life. What was it that I wanted to create? And I, um, I ended up, well, Kind of other stories happen. Perhaps you could read my book, Athena Rising, because a whole lot happened in between that. Um, but I ended up uh, starting my own training business, and I have a team that we travel the world and we give back to the world we explore. We take solar-powered reading lights into remote villages. Most of them don't have road access, and um, we bring in these reading lights to these students and we give these students the opportunity to have a better education, to better their life. Because when you don't have electricity, when you cannot study by light, it really changes um, your educational trajectory. We as Americans are extremely mm, spoiled if you will, on all that we have access to. But in all my travels, I have realized that there are so many out there that do not have electricity. And my goal through the years was to um, really get my own um, program underway. Uh, so I'm under the uh, nonprofit of Santa Barbara Wellness Inc. Thank you guys so much for believing in us and my team. Uh, we have traveled to Nepal, to remote villages. We've gone to Tanzania. Uh, we've made solar reading light libraries. We distribute the solar um, uh, solar battery bank chargers and reading glasses to the schools and clinics. It truly is amazing. Our next uh, big mission that we have that will be coming up is going to be in November of 2024, but we are starting a big fundraising effort right now because without the help of my community here and friends, uh, we could not be doing these missions. We are heading to Peru. We are going to be working with uh, small remote villages, with the schools, bringing in this much-needed aid, and um, you could really help us benefit a student, an elderly, to work their craft. Um, it's very inspiring. I absolutely love it. So no matter what your background, no matter where you've been, you just never know. You've just got to believe in yourself. You've got to just keep moving forward. I have absolute faith that everyone can pull themselves around if that is what they desire. So on that note, I hope this has inspired you. You can go to trekkingambassadors.com and you can find out more about our mission. And I hope you guys have a fantastic day. See you. Back to you, Erica. Thank you, Heather. An amazing friend uh, was has been around since uh, my kids were little peapods and now they're 29 and uh, 30. 
old is Joe now, Dominique? 29, 32. Oh, 32. We have that senior moment. What? Unbelievable. Um, what I want to do, Dominique, is uh, Trekking Ambassadors, Team Sports Radio are both programs. And I see the big smile on your face because, you know, birthing the two underneath Santa Barbara Wellness. If anybody's out there real quick and they've got a brilliant idea and they want to do something entrepreneurial on themselves, what's the what's what do they got to do to contact you and to maybe put up a business plan together to see if you'd be interested in one of their programs? Yeah. So if someone wants to incubate a nonprofit idea, uh, we entertain those programs. You can send an email to Santa Barbara Wellness Center Inc. at gmail.com. And then we also have sbwellness.org. And there is a great donation button there for people who want to participate. And you can also per, uh, donate to Trekking Ambassadors as well. Thank you, Heather. Woo! Definitely. All right, Santa Barbara. Listen, I say this every week, but I truly mean it from the bottom of my heart get some eye contact connect make that phone call that you've been wanting to make um we're coming back it's a renaissance god bless you all see you next week i'm unstoppable i'm a pusher with no brakes i'm invincible yeah i will never